A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. Father, we thank you for the word of the living God today. And Lord, we just thank you for our word all the way today that you will anoint. And Lord, empower us by your Holy Spirit to deliver the word that you want delivered to your people today. Father, use us as a mouthpiece, Lord, to speak forth your word, we ask. Father, help us to hear the word of God and then help us to heed the word that we received this morning. And Father, we ask you ask these things in your name. Amen and amen. God bless you. You may be reseated this morning. This morning I want to talk to you from a very kind of an unusual subject and kind of an unusual message this morning. But I want to talk to you about leftovers. Leftovers. You know, I've been thinking this being the month of October, we have now entered the last quarter of the year. Where in the world did this year go? Three-fourths of 2009 is already history, and all we have is leftovers. Now, I ask you this morning, where are we at as individuals, and where are we at as a church, and where are we at in comparison to where we were at the first of the year, and where are we at in comparison to what our goals were for this year? Nine months have already been used up this year. All we have left over is three months. The question this morning is, what will we do with our leftovers? We'll talk a little bit about leftovers this morning. There seems to be a parallel between leftover food and what's left over of this year. Now, there are three things that we can do with leftovers. Three things we can do with leftovers. Number one, you can reheat them. Leftovers can be reheated. Now, you know, some things, not all things, maybe it's a few things, but some things are better the second time around. Some leftovers actually taste better than they were initially, than they did when they were initially served. Uh, I think soup uh, is, is, for instance, you know, my wife makes wonderful homemade potato soup. And, but as good as it is the first day, it's even better the next. Uh, she also makes some incredible chicken and noodles. And I mean, my kids, they just, they just go, go wild over them and they're, and they're awesome. And, but you know what? They're even better reheated. The second time around. I, I, I don't know what it is. Something about sitting in the refrigerator and stewing in their own juices or whatever. But the flavor just intensifies. How many of you are hungry now? Uh, some people would even think that meatloaf tastes better uh, as leftover. Now personally, uh, personally, I don't like meatloaf any way that you serve it or any time that you serve it. In fact, if I see meatloaf uh, on my plate at my house, I know I'm in trouble. <laughs> and I ask my wife, what did I do wrong? I won't do it again. Because I hate meatloaf. I call meatloaf Alpo. <laughs> I don't care who makes it. I don't care how you serve it. I don't like it any way, shape, or form. To me, it's dog food. Well, there's three things that we can do with leftovers. The first is we can reheat them. We can reheat them. What will we do with what is left over of, of this year? What are we going to do as a church? What are we going to do as an individual? You know, we could say, well, this year is almost over. I, I guess we've done just about all that we can do. I, I, you know, it's just about all over. I guess we've done everything we can. 
Or we, we could say, you know, I, I'm a little bit disappointed. I, I'm nowhere near the goal that I set for myself. So I guess I might as well just, just give up on, on reaching that goal. Or we, we, we could say, you know, I've had a really, really good year thus far. And, and so it's been so good, I, I can just sit back and relax. And I can just coast the rest of the way. Or, or, or we could reheat the leftovers. You see, what you have is still good. You just need to light a fire under it. What you started out the year with was good. You had a good plan. Oh, you were passionate about that plan. But for whatever reason, you have allowed the fire to go out. The plan has grown cold. It's still a good plan. You just need to reheat it. You just need to light a fire under it. Maybe it was a plan to improve your marriage. Maybe it was a plan that you were going to spend more time uh, with the children. Maybe your plan was you were going to oh, spend more time in prayer uh, and in the Word of God. Maybe maybe it was a plan that uh, this is the year we're going to get our finances under control. This is going to be the year that we get out of debt. Listen, this morning the plan is still good. The thing about it is it's just grown cold. What you need to do is reheat it. Just light a fire under it. I'm telling you this morning you can still fulfill your plan. You can still reach your goal. You can do something with the leftovers if you'll reheat it this morning. Jeremiah was an incredible prophet in the Old Testament. Uh, He didn't have an easy assignment. Uh, He had to speak against just about everything that the people were doing. Uh, And that made him very unpopular. Uh, He shed so many tears that he became nicknamed the weeping prophet. In Jeremiah chapter 20, he's so discouraged because of the persecution that that, that he's had to endure because of his message that uh, that Jeremiah says in verse 9 of uh, of Jeremiah 20, he said, Then I said, I will not make mention of him, speaking about God, I won't make mention of him, I will not speak any more in his name. Oh, he said, you know what? I'm going to quit this prophet business and I'm going to go sell some cars. I've said that a time or two. I've had it. I've had it with this preaching business. I've had it with this ministry stuff. I think I'll go sell some cars or get in real estate. I'll become an entrepreneur or something. I think I'll go do something else. Only one problem. For Jeremiah, the rest of the verse says, but his word. He said, I'm not going to speak about him anymore. I'm not going to bring up his name anymore. I'm not going to give the message not even one more time. But all the rest of the verse says, but his word. The problem is his word, he said, was in my heart like a burning fire. Shut up in my bones. I was weary of withholding it, he said. And I could not. Jeremiah had such a passion for his calling. Oh, oh, the fire of his message burned so much in his heart and his very bones. Oh, he couldn't quit even if he wanted to. Oh, my friend, for most people, the situation is just the opposite. Oh, the fire that they once had raging in their heart. Oh, the passion that once was on fire in their being. Oh, the passion that once drove them has long passed diminished. 
What will we do with our leftovers? Oh, I hope that we will reheat them. And I challenge you today to light a fire under what is left over of this year. Light a fire under the leftovers. Whatever is left of your goal. Whatever is left of your vision. Whatever is left of your desire. Oh, I challenge you today. Reheat it. Amen. Set it on fire. Light a fire under it and see what you can do with your leftovers. We're talking about leftovers this morning. It's a little strange, I understand, but there seems to be a little parallel here. What can we do with our leftovers? Number one, we can reheat them. Number two, we can rejuvenate them. Rejuvenate them. Now, to rejuvenate means to refresh. It means to revitalize. It means to overhaul. And let me give you three things that you can do to rejuvenate leftovers. First thing you can do is complement them by adding some spice. Complement them by adding some spice to it. By, you know, by adding some additional spices to the original dish, you can make it even taste better than it did the first time. Maybe you tasted it and you liked it the first time as you said, man, I, it just seems to be missing some little something. And you recognize maybe you left something out or you recognize, oh, I wonder how this would taste with this spice or I wonder if I added this or if I did this to it or that to it. I wonder what it might be like. Compliment the leftover by adding some spice. Oh, maybe the plan you, oh, maybe the plan that you developed at the first of the year, it was a good plan. Oh, but it doesn't seem to be working for you. Maybe the reason it's too bland. What if you added a little spice to your original plan? I said, what if you spiced up the original plan just a little bit? What if you got a little bit creative? What if you tweaked that plan just a little bit? Oh, oh, perhaps. Oh, maybe you're just missing one key ingredient. Maybe the addition of that one little key ingredient could change the taste from ordinary to extraordinary. Hey, did you know that the only difference between ordinary and extraordinary is just that little bit Extra? Did you know that you can go from ordinary to extraordinary by just adding that little bit extra? I'm giving you three things that you can do to rejuvenate leftovers. Number one, compliment them by adding some spice to it. Number two, change it up a little bit. Change it up a little. You know, you can take leftover roast and you can add some barbecue sauce and you can chop it up and Maybe a few other little spices, and you can make some incredible barbecue sandwiches. You can take leftover ham, and you can put it in a pot of beans, and wow, the flavor that it gives that pot of beans. You can take leftover chicken, and you can make a chicken casserole or chicken salad sandwiches. What will you do? What will you do with... What's left over of this year? We can rejuvenate it, friend. We can, we can do this by changing it up a little bit. We can, we can do it by making what is good, oh, even better. And hey, if this doesn't work, we can always go back to what wasn't working before. Three things we can do to rejuvenate leftovers. We can complement them by adding some spice to it. Oh, we can change it up a little bit. Number three, we can combine it with other things. That's what we can do with leftovers. Combine it with other things. My wife will take leftover roast and she'll take the 
gravy that she made with that roast, and she'll put that with it, and she'll cut up some potatoes and cut up some carrots and some green beans and 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 some onions and uh, maybe uh, uh, some celery if she's mad at me. I don't like celery. Maybe, you know, some stewed tomatoes or whoever, who knows whatever else. And it makes an incredible stew. Oh, it's, oh, it's unbelievable. It's, it's wonderful. I love it. My mother, she had three boys and a husband to feed. And she didn't waste anything. Anything. Especially when us boys were all teenagers. Have you ever tried to fill up a teenage boy? Try filling up three of them and a hard-working husband to boot. I mean, you talk about four grown men sitting around the table for supper time. And, you know, we grew up in Oklahoma, and it was supper time. You call it dinner over here, it's supper back there. I mean, you know. In Oklahoma, dinner is, you know, like our light lunch here. But, you know, supper. Man, I mean, Mama, she spread, spread the table. Mama was a great cook. She, she made incredible fried chicken. She made wonderful chicken fried steak. She cooked almost as good as my wife does. Amen. I've wised up in my latter years. Amen. My mama also made, remember, she had three growing boys and a husband, not a lot of money to work with. Mama also made what she called icebox pie. How many ever heard of icebox pie? How many know what an icebox is? Now, if you're under 50, let me explain what an icebox is. An icebox is what we now call a refrigerator. But when I was growing up, it wasn't called a refrigerator, it's called an icebox. How many grew up like I did? Yeah, it was called an icebox. And so uh, here's the recipe for icebox pie. It's very simple. Use every single leftover that you have in the icebox. Whatever's in the icebox, whatever's left in the icebox, whatever's in the refrigerator, put it all together and call it icebox pie. I mean, usually when mama made it, there was mashed potatoes, there was ground beef, there was corn and green beans and peas and squash and okra. And and if it was a leftover and it was in the icebox, it went in the icebox pie. Icebox pie was never the same twice in a row. Just whatever was in the icebox went in the icebox pie. But let me tell you, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. What will we do with our leftovers? What what will we do with what is left over of this year? What will we do with what is left over of our vision, our dream? What will we do with what is left over of the goals that we have set for ourselves? I'll rejuvenate it by combining what we've had with what we have now. You see, you might have resources today that you didn't have yesterday. You might have some things available to you today that you didn't have available to you at the first of the year. So take all all that you have, not only what you had, but what you now have, and see what God can do with it. Amen. Take what you have and develop it. Amen. Take what you have and add something to it. 
Amen. Take what you have and improve upon it. Oh, what you have is good. Now make it better. Add some spice to it. Oh, oh, add something new to it. Maybe you just need a new time or maybe you need a new place or maybe you need a new style or maybe you need a new presentation. We're talking about leftovers today. There seems to be a parallel between leftover food and what's left over of our dreams and our vision and our goals for the year. Already here we are uh, in October of 09. Oh, only one quarter left over in this year. What are we going to do with our leftovers? What are we going to do with what is remaining and what is left? Well, I'm giving you three possibilities. You can reheat leftovers. You can rejuvenate leftovers. Number three, the third thing you can do is you simply remove them. Just remove them. You know, sometimes you just have to clean out the refrigerator and throw out some of the leftovers. Let me give you three reasons why some of the leftovers need to be tossed out. Number one, this morning, they're spoiled. They're spoiled. Um, You've allowed them to sit in the refrigerator so long that they have simply spoiled. You intended to reheat them. You intended to use them again. You intended to put something with them or make something out of them, but you just never got around to it. Maybe they got pushed back to the back of the fridge and something else got placed in front of them and you just didn't see them anymore. Ever had that happen? And... And now they've got mold on them. That's a clue. That's a clue. It's time to toss them out. And friend, that's the same thing with our lives and with our ministries. We had a lot of good intention for this year. We might have even done some of the things that we had had planned. We did these things early on in the year. We started out right. We started out good. We had a good beginning. But somehow they got pushed to the back. And something else got placed in front of them. And now this idea or these people or this strategy or whatever that it was has sat so long that it has spoiled something or someone perfectly good that have could have been used again and again. But now it's simply too late. It's become spoiled and of no use. And all we can do is throw it out. Another reason why some of the leftovers just need to be tossed out. Number one, they're spoiled. Number two, you're sick of them. You're sick of them. Hey, I love my wife's potato soup. And if it's a cold, rainy day, oh, there's nothing like it in the world. I love my wife's potato soup. It's good once and it's even better the second time around. But let me tell you that if it shows up on my table four or five nights in a row, it all of a sudden doesn't look, taste, or even sound good anymore. Friend, if you've got a ministry and people aren't responding to you like they once were, maybe you're serving too many leftovers. Hallelujah. 
What you initially served was good. Oh, it was good the first time. It was even better the second time around. Oh, but you have served the same thing so many times that people are sick of it. Do you know why we don't have testimonies anymore? Because people got sick of them. Because when I was growing up, I was an honorary preacher's kid that sat by the honorary deacon's kid. <laughs> if I lie, I die. We were in a contest every Sunday, every service, Sunday morning, Sunday night, Wednesday night. Three, three week, four week, five week revivals. Sat there together. We had contests. When the, you talk about name that tune. When the song leader said, page 150, we shall see the king. That was 144, actually. 150. Turn to page 150. When we all get to heaven. I'm not even sure if those are all right now. I hadn't said it in years and years. But you know what? There was 400 songs in the songbook, but we only sang 30 of them. And then we had testimony service and everybody said the same thing today that they said last Sunday, that they said the week before, that they said the week before, that they said the week before. And back in the day, the CAs. How many were a, you were a CA? Christ ambassadors. Come on, help me. Christ ambassadors. I was the preacher's kid, so I had to testify. It didn't matter if I was living right or not. I had to testify. I had to be an example. There were times I had to ask God to forgive me before I could testify. And everybody in the youth group gave the same testimony. Time for testimony. I hadn't testified yet. Mother looks back at me and gives me the, gives me the evil eye. Daddy gives me the... I'll praise the Lord and I've saved me and filled with baptism and the Holy Ghost. Won't you pray for me? I'll make heaven my home. How many remember that testimony? How many of you gave that testimony? Hey, three reasons why some of the leftovers just need to be tossed out. Hey man, you're sick of them! Hey man, you're sick of them. Time to toss it out. Hey man. Trying to find where I'm at in my notes because that wasn't nowhere near my notes. <laughs> but it was so good, I'm going to write them in for the second service. <laughs> Let me just back up and start here and then I'll go again. <laughs> hey, maybe you have a ministry or, and people aren't responding to you like they once were. Maybe you're serving too many leftovers. What you initially served, as I said, was good. It was even better reheated, but you serve the same thing so many times people are sick of it. Hey, maybe you are having problems in your marriage. Are you serving too many leftovers? I'm not talking about food right now. The same could be said about your relationship with God. Oh, you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again. Hey, maybe God is 
sick of the leftovers. You give everyone and everybody else priority. And all you ever have for him is leftovers. And he's sick and he's tired of the leftovers. He deserves more than your leftovers. He wants the first 10% of your income. Amen. He wants the first part of your day. Amen. He wants to be number one and foremost in your heart and in your life. I'm giving you three reasons why some leftovers just need to be tossed out. Number one, they're spoiled. Number two, you're sick of them. Number three, and I like this one. Oh, I like this one. You need to toss out the leftovers. Number three, to secure room for something fresh. To to secure room for something fresh. Oh, maybe what you have in the fridge is good. It's good. Oh, but the fridge is so full. Oh, you need to throw out some of that that is good in order to make room for something better. Oh, let me tell you this morning, friend, God always has something better. I said, God always has something better. Oh, we get all caught up in and nostalgic over the present and over the past. Oh, we package and we repackage and we hold on to our traditions and to our methods and our programs. Oh, our spiritual refrigerator is so crammed full of leftovers that we have absolutely no room left over for something new and fresh and exciting. Oh, I want to tell you this morning, God, amen, wants us to toss out some of the leftovers this morning God has something fresh and new and exciting amen God has cooked up something new and fresh and wonderful amen there's been some experiences that you've had in your life and they've been good and they've been wonderful but let me tell you that God has just cooked up a new dish for somebody here today God has something new this morning that he wants to put upon the table today he has something for you to partake of this morning that you have never eaten you have never tasted it amen you've never put it in your spiritual mouth before. Amen. Let's get rid of that old. Amen. And let's open our heart this morning and let God feed us with something new and something fresh and something wonderful. Give the Lord a shout of praise in His house today. Oh, hallelujah. Friends, some of these leftovers have been in there so long, they're not only spoiled, they are rotting. Oh, there's nothing fresh, there's nothing exciting, there's nothing usable about them. And yet we hold on to them like they are buried treasure. Sometimes, oh, the leftovers just need to be removed. Just throw them out in order to make room for something fresh. Listen, friend, thank God for what he did in the past. Thank God for the programs and the methods of the past that were, that were relevant. I make fun of them sometimes. It's just because I grew up in it, okay? I, I, I'm going to tell you what. They were relevant for their time. They were good. They were wonderful. We, you know, we need to be careful, especially, uh, I can't, I'm sorry to say us younger preachers. I'm really not in that group anymore. But I'm younger than the senior seniors, amen? <laughs> We need to be very, very careful. I thank God. Seriously, I thank God for their heritage. I thank God for all of those revivals. I thank God for those old testimonies and those old songs. And all of those things. I am who I am today partially because of who I was. But I want to tell you that God, amen, is still pouring out His Spirit today. And God is still working today. And God has something fresh and new. And God has something relevant for our time today. Amen. Let's make room in our spirit. Amen. For what God would want to do to refresh us and give us fresh food today. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. 
Some of God's people are living on leftovers. They're like some of the children of Israel in the wilderness. God provided fresh manna every single day. Every single day, fresh manna. But some of them tried to keep the manna longer than God intended for it to last. Ooh, there's a sermon there. Amen. God, you know, we get something from God and we think it's forever. God gives us a burden for something, we think it's forever. God births a ministry, we think it's forever. God puts us in a location, we think it's forever. Maybe it is, probably it's not. It's for a time and for a period. But God wants to do something else tomorrow. Amen? Oh, and some of those uh, Israelites, oh, oh, they kept the manna longer than God intended for it to last. And this leftover manna spoiled and began to stink and even bred worms. Oh, this morning, why in the world would we be content to live on stale, stinking, worm-infested leftovers when God wants to provide fresh manna every single day? Oh, let me challenge you today. Oh, Now, some leftovers can be reheated. They're still good. All they need for you to do is light a fire under them. Oh, some leftovers need to be rejuvenated. Oh, oh, you can compliment them by adding a little spice, by spice them up a little bit. Oh, change them up a little bit. Combine them with other things. But friend, there are some leftovers that simply need to be removed. Oh, they need to be tossed out. Maybe they are spoiled. Maybe you have served them too many times and people are sick of them. Maybe you just need some space so that God can give you something fresh and something new. If the musicians and singers would get back in place this morning, please, let me challenge all of us today. Let's do something with our leftovers. Oh, nine months have already come and gone in 09. Only three months left over of this year. What will we do? What will we do with our leftovers? What will we do individually? What will we do as an employee or an employer? What will we do in our marriage? What will we do in our finances? What will we do in our ministry? What will we do in our devotional life? What will we do as a church? What will we do with our leftovers? The wisdom writer wrote in our text, A desire accomplished is sweet to the soul. Friend, will we accomplish our desires this year? Will we reach the goals that we set for ourselves? Friend, if we do, we will have to be smart about what we do with our leftovers. We're not done this morning. I have another order of business. Everybody stay with me for another five minutes at least this morning. Your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed today. Father, take the word of God this morning. Take the word of God, Lord, this morning that we have shared today. It's a little bit different, and yet I believe that it is rung true and spoken directly to some hearts today. Oh, God, help us. Help us, oh, God. Lord, this little bit of time that we have left in this end of this year, God, Lord, if, we've not got, if we're not anywhere close to where we're wanting to be, God, we've got three months, God. We've got three months to step it up. We've got three months, oh God, to get there. Don't help us not to give up on it. Maybe some people are far past their goal and they've just been coasting re- lately. God, help us not to coast either. God, help us to do with our leftovers 
what you would have for us to do. Nobody's looking about. Nobody's leaving this morning. I, I don't know how to give this altar call other than just simply if the Lord has spoken to you.